right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Show. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Bush. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing some of my favorite types of movies, which would be gangster movies or mob mafia movies. So they're always... A lot of them out there. They've been around for a long time. There's so much Since mythos at least about the them. Sixties, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even before the that. The Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been they've been around for a long time, and I know I got a few top ones here, but I'll turn it over to you guys and see what is your number uno favorite. Uh, for me, it's Casino, hands down. I didn't even have to think about that. I love that movie. I watch that whenever it's on. Uh, Joe Pesci. Um, Sharon Stone. De Niro. Yeah, well, of course, Sharon Stone. <laughs> Robert De Niro. I, Joe Pesci, I think, was at his best in that movie, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I just... He's a little shit, but he doesn't give a shit about anything. Mm-hmm. He will just walk into, like, a Las Vegas casino, punch the manager in the face, and steal a million dollars, and no one will touch him. Like when he's losing a blackjack, and he's like, take this card and shove it up your sister's ass. Yeah. And he's <laughs> going over, take this card and shove it up your mother's squad. <laughs> yeah. And then, then the the climactic scene is when uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci get into like an ultimate fight, and then they start battling each other. Robert De Niro gets fired, technically, because the mob bosses say he gets fired, but he's like, no, I still own the casino, so I'm going to start a daytime talk show in the middle of the casino floor for apparently... I took the weird direction, but I mean, it happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did it so he could have a platform to get out because he would. He got his uh, turned down for the license for the, yeah. for the gambling license, and he was supposed to have a fair trial. And the guy promised him, and he comped him all the stuff. And then during the trial, he said that they never interacted with each other. So he's like, which I do like because it plays back to the first act of the movie where he's um, the the gaming commissioner. He's like, you need to not fire my brother in law. He's like, no, I'm. He's an idiot. I'm fucking firing him right now. And then it comes back to bite him in the ass. Yes, Mr. Rothstein. <laughs> the cowboy guy. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three machines hit for jackpots. And you don't think anything's wrong with that? <laughs> you're fired. You were either in on it or you're too stupid to notice. Either way, I can't have you here. <laughs> yeah, so Casino is my number one for monster movies. All right. What about you, Gavin? Um, I'm probably going to change gears on it uh, because, you know, I'm I'm a funny guy. I like comedy stuff. Um, so I'm going to say analyze this. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I remember seeing that in theaters. Uh, what's the statute of limitations for seeing an R-rated movie when you're not 17? Uh, I think you're good. Yeah. I don't uh, think anybody's really worried about coming like, out. Yeah, yeah. 14 or 15, and I almost peed myself laughing. Oh, so good, yeah. so good. Like just uh, Billy Crystal being the you know the therapist and trying to you know work on you know because <laughs> every time uh, it's the first time when De Niro comes in and he looks over at Jelly, he says, "Hey, go go wait over there. Don't uh, you ain't, you don't hear nothing, all right?" <laughs> it's like I think get we... everything you eat, <laughs> and he's sitting there. He's like, "So my friend, he's having these dreams, right?" And then he's like. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Mr. Vitti, and say, is your friend you? No, no. Why would I say it? I, if it was me, I'd say it was me. But it's not. It's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this last episode, but the scene where he's like, just hit a pillow. Yes. And then he pulls out his gun and shoots. Yeah. Like, shoots empties it. the mag into the pillow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you feel better? Yeah. Actually, really... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's getting up. They're there where he's supposed to be getting married. Yeah. And there's a hit. And so then they, you know, throw the guy off the roof. <laughs> like, Paul, you killed a man. Hey, I didn't do nothing. Jelly killed him. <laughs> I tried to shoot him, Doc, but that shit you told me. <laughs> and then, like, the FBI is taking pictures of him. And they think he's, like, some kind of important member of the family. He's like, well, he's there with Vidi all the time. This guy's got to be really important. <laughs> he's just a therapist. <laughs> I do like when he tells Jelly to go up to the side. He's telling him about the dreams. And he's like, and I got this thing of milk, but the milk is black. And all of a sudden, you hear Jelly in the back. He's like, it's fucking weird. He's like, all right, get out of here. Get out of here. What I say? What I say? Get out of here. Yeah, that's a good movie. I do like oh, that one. Oh man, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I like when he's uh, walking him through the conversation when he's on the phone with that other the other mob guy that was trying to kill him that put the hit out on him. I'm yeah, Paul, yeah. and he's like, I just want to talk about my feelings and say that I have a blocked wish and. You know, I figure we talk about my feelings, and then he just translates. Like, if you ever fucking come after me again, yeah, yeah. I'll fucking bury you. Yeah. Fucking put your face in the ground. And he's like, "What's up?" 
was okay yeah. <laughs> until yeah, it started out good. Yeah, <laughs> it was, you were on the, you were on the upside. <laughs> well, then uh, so like they take him to the meeting and he starts um, he starts like analyzing uh, Primo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, hey, what about the what about the first or the second thing? We can't talk about the first thing without talking about the second thing, right? It's like, what it's thing? Like, it's like, what thing? What are you talking about? Oh, hey, hey. It's about you all of a sudden. It's like, you know, Primo, you do tend to lash out. I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking like. This starts getting so mad. Yeah, his face partner's like, you do tend to get a little angry. You know, angry. you do kind of get a little angry. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Mr. Questions over here. <laughs> I did like that. And the second one was good, too, but the first was, one was definitely better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. First so one was still the best one. <laughs> Old analyze this. You. You're good, you. you. No, you. No, no, you. no. You. You. <laughs> at, you. At the end of it, uh, Frank Sinatra, or not, uh, uh, Tony Bennett, yeah. is um, um, singing, and they're, you know, they're just sitting there dancing. You think it's, if you're listening to, like, just a recording, he goes... So, um, uh, Tony, could we do one more? Oh, yeah. My friend told me to stay as long as you guys wanted. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when they pull up after the wedding and they've got, like, a fucking fountain. Oh, yeah. Just sitting in the backyard. Huh. Um, oh, it's from Paul. <laughs> it's from Paul. You know you made it when you get a fountain in front of your house. Exactly. That. Yeah. That's a gift. That's a the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, you can't re That's how that. you know yeah. you made it. You yeah. have a fountain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have you guys seen my fountain? <laughs> you obviously don't know how important I am. I've got a fountain. I have a giant It fountain. gives me a reason to buy a house. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now he has nowhere for his fountain. <laughs> if I got a fountain delivered, it would be everyone's fountain. I want it to be mine. Yeah. Just put your name on it. Yeah. Like, Patrick Walls Fountain, apartment 3110. <laughs> Do not give out my apartment number on the internet, 2511. That's wrong, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him the apartment name. You make a left after the Bank of America. Yes. And then... All right, now I'm trying to think what is the closest Bank of America. <laughs> like, how close are you to my apartment? There isn't one. Yes. There used to be. It's not like they know that you live in St. Petersburg, Florida. Listen, yeah, because we haven't said that like yeah, a million know, right? times. Our fan is not going to come over here yeah. because she already knows where you live. Yeah, <laughs> she's been over here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So what are you worried about? Hi, mom. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the f bombs. <laughs> well, for me, I go. Wait, let whoa. me guess. Well, okay. Uh-oh. Godfather. Um, close. Ooh, Goodfellas. No, but you were damn. close to the first one. Godfather two, actually, the uh, second okay. one. Second one was my favorite. Part did. Yeah. <laughs> no, that one's much better, in my opinion. I mean, the first one is phenomenal, but and it started off the whole trilogy, but the second one, they go into the whole backstory of Vito. Mm. And when he's younger and how he actually got his name, because it wasn't actually Corleone, mm. that's where he was from. He was, his name was Vito Andolini. And when he sent over by himself to America, they're like, Vito Andolini of Corleone, that's because of the city he was in from Sicily, and they're like, all right, Vito Corleone. So they just that's how he got his last name. Is it number two where he gives this famous speech, um, like they shot at me in my bed where my children play with their toys? Yeah. 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 At my house, <laughs> where my wife sleeps, where my children play with their toys. And then he kills like three people. <laughs> he kills a lot more than that. <laughs> well, in that scene. But I think the, one of the best one is... Uh, the best conversations is when he goes to find out because he's playing. Everybody's kind of he's trying to figure out who actually set up the hit. Mm-hmm. And it was and, um, um, his cousin, wasn't it? That was brother, brother, the one who Fredo. was kind of yeah, Fredo. The he was kicked off to the side. Him. You broke my heart. I knew it was you, Fredo. But he had um, the the uh, the Jewish guy, Hyman Roth, and basically he was in a part of it as well, and he stayed very close to him. But there's a whole I can't even do the whole speech anymore. In fact. Uh, John Lovitz does the speech in City Slickers 2. Oh, yeah, as yeah. As Billy Crystal's brother. He does the whole freaking speech, and I can't do it I off the top of my head, and it is quite long, but he asks him, he's like, who hired, you know, who who killed so-and-so, or who set up the hit? And then he goes back to the story, and actually goes back to the first movie mm-hmm. when he killed uh, Mo Green. Mm-hmm. And they put a bullet in Mo Green's eye. And so he goes on this whole speech about it, and he's like, you know... Me and your father, we started out with the olive oil business, and you know we did well. Things were, you know, times were good. We made money, and he goes on and on and on. And he's like, then he, you know, we expanded into this and that, and then there was a man that went out and created a city in a faraway place, 
That city was Las Vegas, and that man's name was Mo Green. Somebody put a bullet in his eye. <laughs> He's like, what I found out, I didn't ask. I didn't get angry. I said, this is the business we've chosen. <laughs> it was just business. So he's like, I never asked who made the hit. So that's a great speech. That's a big famous one, too. But I, just, I like it because it goes back and forth, and you can see just the whole Vito rising. And it was yeah. Robert De Niro who played the young version of Vito, and it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I, I like the, um, the in, the, in the first one, um, I mean, it's, it's sad that, you know, how it happened, but the, uh, the my favorite part is when they send back the, the fish and it was wrapped in um, Luca Brasi's like his uh, oh yeah Luca Brasi sleeps it's, with the fishes yes it sent you a message and wanted to say that Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes <laughs> <laughs> thank you for inviting the godfather is the horse head in the bed in the first movie oh yeah it's yeah classic and frightening even to right. a 35 year old it's awful uh, well. <laughs> yes I, I still remember from Robin Hood Men in Tights where uh, Don Vito oh, is yeah. coming in as, uh, and he's just coming in as the Don, <laughs> and he's got uh, he's got Luca. Um, I don't know if it was Brazi, but he has a. Oh no, it's Filthy Luca. Filthy Luca, yeah. And then Dirty Ezio were the two hitmen. <laughs> <laughs> and so like yeah, so Filthy Luca comes out. He's like, we wanted to thank you for inviting us. And you're, it's, what not that speech the other. Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't the other guy have his tongue cut out or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He, he was yeah. supposed to be Clint Eastwood, like. Oh, uh, okay. And so he's supposed to have that, you know, rugged look, but he couldn't talk. He's like, and my enemy cut out his tongue because he was doing blah blah blah, <laughs> and he can't do it now. Look at him; he yeah, stays silent. Yeah. He's talking about having you The best part of that movie is when the archery contest. Mm. And he's like, oh, he's. Uh, split Robin Hood's arrow in twain. He's like, that's not right. And they pull out the script. Yeah, like, no, I got another <laughs> shot. And then he pulls out like the tomahawk missile arrow. Patriot arrow. That's right. Patriot. That was the Patriot arrow. missile was going through <laughs> yep. the production back then. Yeah. Yep. The Patriot arrow. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I got another shot. He gets another shot. Yes, he does. He does. And <laughs> yeah, the king's like, damn it. <laughs> they all pull it out from underneath their ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I lost? I'm not supposed to lose. And he, he pulls out his. His is the only one that's like leather bound. <laughs> yeah. I got another shot. And then they're all like, oh. yeah, 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 he does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got derailed, but then, hey, hey, that was a mob scene. I know that was. <laughs> well, it's also a Mel Brooks film. We cannot yeah. just not talk about that. Yes. <laughs> well, though this one wasn't a Mel Brooks film, but it, it was a comedy, and it kind of has just a couple mob-related scenes into it. Is the the Cannibal Run movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen them? Have you seen them? the first one? Yeah. First okay, one. so the second one has a uh, Dom DeLuise in it, and he's like the big Don. He's like Don. What I can't I, like. He's like we we have trouble with everybody. The raviolis, the rigatonis, all the other family of these naming them all. But he's got this cat, and he's petting this cat the whole time. And there's a scene where he's like, this cat's dead. Give me a new cat. And he hands a stiff cat over, and then they hand him a new one. He just starts petting it. It goes back into his speed. But he had, like, one of one of the mob bosses had a, had a son. And his, the son's name was Don. So they call, or the last name was Don, so he was Don Don. And he was a freaking it's moron. like the Mario Brothers movie, where Don, Mario Don. and Mario yeah. Mario, and Mario. Then oh, yeah. Luigi, Luigi Mario. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Don Don. <laughs> but... So yeah, that's uh, as far as for, uh, favorite. One of my favorites. There's, I love all of them, but yes, Godfather Two would be. Okay, my, I mean that's a solid choice. Goodfellas is a very close second or one and a half. I can't even put it second. It's like so close. Yeah, up there. It's it's the clown speech from Joe Pesci. <laughs> it has to be. What about me is funny to you? <laughs> Let me ask you. What what's fun? Huh? Tell like, me the, like, way, the way you tell the story. It, it, yeah, it, is it the, what I look like? Like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. <laughs> look, look, look at his face. <laughs> I worry about you, Hendry. Yeah. You're full under questioning. <laughs> Get your fucking shine box. <laughs> like when he breaks the, the owner's, breaks the bottle over the owner's head or smash it, and he's like, $3,000. Hey, how about this? Last month, this guy asked me to christen his kid. For <laughs> $3,000, I'll do it. <laughs> So that's a lot of money here. I mean, these three big ones. Are you trying to embarrass me in my front of my friends? 
Hey, is this your pen? I didn't drop it. Just leave me alone. It's not my fucking pen. Joe Pesci walks up like, my friend asked you a question. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, that what? was Casino. Yeah, that's Casino. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, and, and, and I'm everyone, blurring them together. Well, yeah, everybody does that. But yeah, yeah that's Casino. It's where he like, and, and it's uh, Robert De Niro like narrating. And he's like, by the time, he's like, I'm just trying to figure out whose pen it was. And then, you, yeah, Joe Pesci just comes over and just starts beating the shit out of him. I think him. he stabbed, stabbed him in the him. eye with yeah, that Yeah, he ends up, he's because De Niro's still holding the pen. He was like, I was just asking him. And then he pulls the pen out of his hand and he starts stabbing him. That's a good friend. Yeah, that's, that's a, good a good friend, friend right there. That's a good You guy. know what's a good mom movie when Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro are in it? Yes. Like The Irishman. I think they were both in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, way older. And in The Irishman, that is the only movie that Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci have all been in together. They were in Heat together, weren't they? Mm, not all three of them. Those three have never... All three of them have never been in a movie together. Until like Al Pacino Irishman. and Robert De Niro did Godfather 2. Al Pacino did by himself The Godfather. And he's been in other movies. Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro obviously did like Goodfellas, Casino, Irish... But it's the only one that all three of them actually been in together. Wow. Yep. Because they even did a... Like a behind I found the that scene. movie so fucking boring. It, take, really it, it, it takes heat. a while. What? The Heat? No, The no, Irishman. Irish the Irishman? Yeah. It heat is was amazing. It I is loved Heat. Yeah, I loved Heat. That's why I was going to come across the table and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> no, The Irishman. Yeah. I, I think I fell asleep halfway through. I have yeah, stab you with a pen. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice pen, Patrick. Whose pen, who's pen <laughs> is this? <laughs> but I, kind of on the, on the comedy end, um, kind of like you would, you would analyze this, mine's going a little bit Further back, not too far, more 90s, was, um, and I think it's one of his best performances, Steve Martin in My Blue Heaven. That is, and it was him and Rick Moranis. I haven't seen that one. And, I've never even heard of that movie. Yeah, so it's it's in the 90s, so Steve Martin is playing this mob boss, or mm. not mob boss, one of the mob All right, I'm still guys. trying to wrap my head into the word Steve Martin and mob boss. <laughs> Wait until you see, look it up and see what he looks like in the movie, and it's like... My a, Blue Heaven? Yeah, so he's turning government witness, and Rick Moranis is the FBI agent that's mm-hmm. trying to protect him and stuff, or put him in custody and get him all set up. Well, he just can't get used to living without doing crime, and I think Joan Cusack is in it, and I think she's like a prosecutor... Like either a prosecutor. Shut or a the front officer. door. That's Steve Martin. Let me see it. Yeah, yeah. And, and Rick Moranis. Yeah. So Rick Moranis, like I said, is the FBI, and he's trying to keep him straight. So Rick Moranis, very straight cut, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And Steve Martin's is he plays like this suave mob guy, and he but he's. I don't think I've ever seen Steve. Up I'm still dumbfounded by the way he looks in this. That's movie. what I told you. <laughs> I, I did not I've saying. never Wait. seen him this young. Wait. Like he always like every movie right. he has like white snow white hair. Yep. The, he looks I, almost like Guy Fieri, but yeah, thirty pounds lighter. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the jerk was the one where he, it started just going full gray, and he was living yeah. with because that Joan Cusack. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So she, she plays the like a district attorney or a, or a police officer or something. I think it's district attorney. So she's basically he's committing crimes. He gets he keeps getting caught because he can't get out of that lifestyle. Right. But there's so many funny lines in that movie. Because well, he's I mean, trying to Steve Martin. He's <laughs> one of the kings of one-liners. Well, he's like he steals all these books, or all these books fall off a truck, and he's got a bunch of them. And he's back in prison, so every time Rick Moranis got to go back to the DA's office and pick him up and get him out of there, and so they have tension because of that. She's like, "No, it's my witness. You know, he's going government protection. We got to get him out of here. You can't prosecute him for this." And she's like, "You had two hundred or or something copies of this of this book, and it was the same book." And he's like, "Yeah, I like to read." And she's like. Well, why did you have 200 copies? Like, in case I wanted to read it more than once. (laughs) (laughs) I have to see this movie. And, and like, he's going through, and, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of funny stuff. So he ends up convincing Rick Moranis to go out to, like, this club with him, this, like, Mm -hmm. nightclub or bar. And he's trying to make him, he's like, you got to dress, Ben. He's like, you got to dress. This scene. Yeah. (laughs) And they do the, yeah, the mamba. He ends up dancing Ah. with him to teach him how to dance, but he's like... He's like, you see that, and that girl? That just looks like bad news bear. She's looking at you. He's like, why don't you go and talk to her? He's like, no, no. He's like, you know what? You're a good looking guy. In fact, you're a better looking guy than me. He's like, but I will always get laid more than you because I look them in the eye. He's like, that's fundamentally unjust. He's like, you're a guy. You're into justice. This conversation should appeal to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to see this movie. Yeah. And he ends up running into, in this town where he's hiding out until he gets goes into full protection. He ends up going into this, uh, like, pet shop, and he ends up, the owner of the pet shop ends to be 
one of his former associates. And he's like, oh, yeah. And it's like all these different guys he ends up meeting that used to be his former associates that are all in witness protection. So they basically start their own witness protection under the gun, under the mob <laughs> ring. Like they start doing all these crimes, like forming their own family. But they're all in witness protection. It's kind of like gun. the second part of Analyze That when, when he, uh, you know, gets on the movie set mm-hmm. and he calls all the boys in. Yep. And, and, and Billy Chris was showing up. I was like, what? What's going on here? I see all the guys out there. What are you doing up here? I'm, I'm doing a movie. I'm doing what you told me to do. <laughs> well, the, the so here's the goofy part. They said that this is a... I read somewhere that they said, you know, like Goodfellas was Henry Hill, that that movie was supposed to be a comedy version of <laughs> loosely based of Henry Hill after he went into witness protection. Oh. But not nearly like the normal Henry Hill that you know. But his name was not Henry Hill in the movie. I can't remember. God, what the hell was his character name? But whatever it was. But that's... We have the all the knowledge of the recorded world at our fingertips. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> so it's, it's a funny movie. But that was... I always liked that movie. So um, another one that's on the funny side, it was more like a spoof movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, for Maybe longest... Anton. Yes. For the longest time, I thought that uh, Leslie Nielsen had did it, but apparently it was um, directed by Jim Abrams, Mafia. Oh, yeah. Or, or they, they say it's also known as Jane Aston's Mafia, or Austin's. I have... Um, 1998. Jane Austen, the famous writer from the early 1900s? Uh, or yeah. the mid-1900s? So, uh, Jay Moore is the, is the lead. I've seen it. And then it. Christina Applegate is the... Um, Sign me up. Anything with Christina Applegate. Um, who's the other? Uh, Pamela Gidley. So it takes like, it takes Casino, Goodfellas, uh, The Godfather, like, and it puts all of them together to make like a spoof movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I played the video like, games. I've never seen the movie. It, it feels like, um, well, no, so this has nothing to do. It's, it's. It's like scary movie, like where they take oh, okay. all of the yeah. parts. It's of all completely the, it's a stupid. comedy goofy. Movie. Oh yeah, but it's so freaking funny because like they do the they do like the the um, the uh, the scene uh, where they're at the wedding, and he gets and uh, at the wedding he ends up getting his dad get get shot. So then he has Jay Moore has to take over the business, but his dad <laughs> is trying to cut um, cigars, and he ends up cutting the cat's tail off. <laughs> And he's sitting there, and he's just holding it, and it's like all animatronic, but you can just see the cat. He's trying to light it in his mouth, and it just keeps going left and right, like dodging. The, and then he lights, and you hear the cat go. Row! I don't, I promise not to smoke you. And, yes. <laughs> smoke that kitty, <laughs> kitty tail. So yeah, uh, so when um, the girl who's playing Pepper, mm-hmm. um, I want to say it was Pepper was from Goodfellas. Or was uh, was she from Casino? Casino. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Sharon Stone's character in Casino, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. she like starts taking stuff up and like throwing it, throwing it at him in the house because they're having a big argument. So he, she takes like a plate, a vase, and then picks up a, the dog and then throws it and then it, like breaks like it's ceramic. <laughs> and he yells, "That's why we don't have nice things, Pepper." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of a sidetrack. Have you seen the movie uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? Have not. There is a That's... scene where they're trying to take down the lead actress, and this girl just has like one of those toy dogs, like not a chihuahua, but like a laptop suit. The, the or... little robo dog? Yeah. yeah. Well, she picks it up by the leash and she starts swinging it like a nunchuck and tries to beat the shit out of her with the dog. And at the end of the scene, like it goes flying off into the background. <laughs> And she runs after it. And I think at the end of the movie, like, that was not real, we promise. That's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we can't have nice things, Pepper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so, so, like, in the casino part of it where they're, because he, you know, ends up opening the casino. And so that's that little area of the movie. His brother is trying to pay, play, like, the Joe Pesci guy who's always screwing up. And, and there's a scene in there where he goes to do, like, um, he goes to do cocaine. And he like cuts the bottom out of a coke, uh, like a yeah, like a coke cup, and so and that was the like the joke. He's doing coke from coke, <laughs> so he, he he sniffs it. I mean, it wasn't me, but I knew a couple of friends who made a bong out of a coke can once. <laughs> well, so he he hits it, and it's like this giant mound, 
And he comes up, and you just see him start shaking. He takes his glasses off, and they're like fake eyes, but they're just so red. And they're giant eyes sitting out of his head. <laughs> now I'm thinking of um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Christopher Lloyd. Yes. The end. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Those eyes. <laughs> when he talked like this. <laughs> he pulls out the a judge. Pause yeah. Yeah. The judge. Anyway. That's my fun. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it in forever, but uh, yes, uh, they also try to rip off uh, Forrest Gump too. Yeah, because Christina Applegate plays Jenny, and she ends up being like at the end of the movie, she's the president, and Jay Moore comes up and um, and it has they have a son, and I think they uh, named the son Ashley or something mm-hmm. or like whatever her what was her name uh, Diane. Mm-hmm. So they named the son Diane. He was like, I named him after your, after his mother. And it was like, you know, she, like, he carried and birthed the yeah. <laughs> Like, she had no, no news of what it was. It was stupid funny. <laughs> I, did, I, I have seen that movie a couple times, but it's been a long time. Yeah. But I did, as soon as you mentioned Jay Moore and the name, I was like, I knew I've seen that. The, uh, the guy was like uh, Vincenzo Corleone. Uh, Lloyd Bridges. Yes, he was in like yeah. the, the Hot Shots movies. And yeah, oh, I remember Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Now I'm just He's, thinking of uh, Bo Bridges. Yeah, from Stargate, the last two seasons. <laughs> well, I have one other funny one too, and this one actually, I'm surprised I didn't say this earlier before my blue heaven, but that's what popped in my head first. Um, Johnny Dangerously. I'm sorry. By the blank look on your face, Patrick. You've I'm never even seen wearing my glasses. How can you tell? Okay, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Plays is it's got a lot. Okay, of his, I like this already. You've already told me that Steve Martin played a mob boss. Are you about to tell me that Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton yeah. played a mob boss? You're about to Back shake your 80s. whole world, buddy. Yeah. So one hundred percent, it's going down <laughs> the tubes. There's a lot of people in this one. It's uh, so Michael Keaton, uh, Peter Boyle, Joe Piscopo. Oh, um, the the What's woman it again. I'm sorry, um, uh, Johnny Dangerously. So his name is Johnny Kelly. And as a kid, his mother always needs like surgeries and stuff and they're living poor and he's got a brother and so he ends up meeting up with this mob boss who's peter boyle and he has him do a couple little jobs and stuff and it's like strictly comedy like the opening song to it is a weird owl song huh so which um, by the way if you haven't checked out that movie it's actually pretty good what the weird owl movie yeah i've been wanting to see it i haven't seen it yet is it on plex yet not yet but (laughs) it will be so he ends up basically growing up and staying doing crime all the time but he's doesn't tell his Giffen normal Goon. family or anything like nobody knows his brother ends up growing up wants to become a, a, an attorney huh and so he takes on the name Dang johnny the dangerously but dom deluise is in it too so he's like he's walking up in his nice suit going to visit his mother and he's like hey johnny johnny's like whoa, whoa, whoa we can't talk and he's like, and dom deluise comes up as the pope he's like don't worry johnny Alan he's like Hale's when you're movie, here might be the last movie you did, a johnny kelly straight-laced businessman but out there you're Johnny Dangerously. And he's like, and don't worry, nobody's going to say nothing. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's like, it's goofy. It's almost like airplane style kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. Like just goofy, slapsticky stuff. But Joe Pisco is probably one of the best thing uh, parts in that movie because mm-hmm. he's always, he's a real smart ass and he's always trying to backstab Johnny. And Johnny's basically take things over. And he's like, you shouldn't hit me, Johnny. My grandmother hit me once. Once. And anytime something <laughs> happens to him, like one guy picks him up and hangs him on a hook, he's like, you shouldn't hang me on a hook, Johnny. <laughs> My mother hung me on a hook once. 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 <laughs> so that's just... I, I'm looking at the cast, and Alan Hale Jr. was in this yeah, movie. And that's probably the last role he played before it he It was died. in the, like, the mid-80s, early 80s, yeah. I think, is when it came in, out. In case you don't know, he was the skipper from Gilligan's Island no, back in the... Is. Well, I know we know who he is, but we do have listener... Listener, <laughs> he stopped at the at the singular. Would you have listener? <laughs> hey, listen up, listener. No, but that's a super super funny movie. I I, I grew up to that movie. My family would watch that. All I mean, the time. Michael Keaton's in it. Sign me up. Yeah. There's one scene he walks in and his his mom's cooking and she's like got this like big cauldron or big pot cauldrons. He's like, Ma, what are you cooking? She's like, noodles. And he points like, and beer. What a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's a that's a big comedy one. That one is a is a must see for funny. I would still recommend My Blue Heaven as well, but mm-hmm. watch that one. You'll be glad you did. All right. I was looking at the poster, and the guy behind Michael Keaton kind of looks like Raul Julia, but he's not in the movie. 
Oh, okay. I'm uh, trying to think of which one that would be. I miss him. Oh, and there's uh, one character we in there do. who's who's an evil mob boss, and his name's <laughs> Roman Maroney. And he, he he butchers swearing language. He's always like, that's fucking this, that's fucking that. <laughs> the guy on the right kind of looks like Raul Julia back in the day. That's Joe Piscopo. Okay. Yeah, that's his character. But he said they finally get, they get him in court, and he, he asks him a question. He's being interrogating Roman Maroney. He's like, let me ask you this. If this, and he goes, and I can't remember what the question is. It was something so stupid. It had nothing to do with mob. If a train is heading south at 17 miles an hour, this and that, and that what place would they meet? And he's like, that's a fucking silly question! That's a fucking silly question! <laughs> <laughs> and my grandfather, I saw a picture of my grandfather on my father's side, and I'm like, he looks just like Roman Maroney. Yeah. He has the same hair. I tell my mom, she's like, oh yeah, he does. That reminds so, me of like my favorite joke that I like to ask people especially sitting at the bar it's like okay I have a question for you if you had a car that could travel at the speed of light what would happen when you turned on the headlights <laughs> nothing <laughs> oh wow you broke me with that <laughs> yes <laughs> well you would surpass the light which is literally impossible well, like any physicist will tell you you cannot if, go faster than the speed of light if but you did if surpass you did. it and you turned on the lights you would be surpassing the lights so you wouldn't the see light the lights. would you know the not, we are nowhere near <laughs> physicists that we should not be talking about some you know people what? just I'll, want to watch the world burn yeah, know, right? <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say this right now if you're a physicist and you're listening to the show please write to us and tell us what the fuck would actually happen because <laughs> I'm broken with that question. <laughs> technically, you would see nothing but darkness. Wow. Technically. But you turned on the lights. They would be. But you know what? We're not physicists. But, but they're behind you because you're fat, traveling faster than the speed of light. So but the lights are in front. Of, you know what? <laughs> you're <laughs> traveling faster than the lights. We are so not physicists. I'm throwing that out there. Run right to right the light, Carolyn. Dance, puppets, dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Gangsterville. <laughs> So aside from comedies, let's let's talk about some other ones, some other really can good our, ones out can there. Can our next movie talk be about evil geniuses? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Specifically, Gavin with one fucking question. Movies about physics. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Movies yeah. about physics. Yeah, weird science. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's that's all we that's all we got. Yeah. And the entire show of Eureka. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie podcast, yeah. not a television podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned to our spinoff. Yes. <laughs> Spin off. <laughs> All right, so that just doubles our work. Never mind, we're not doing yeah. that. <laughs> Mob movies. Aside from just the comedies, what there's a lot of other ones out there. You, what other ones do you guys uh, into the, the, or have enjoyed? The next one that comes to mind isn't a mob movie, but they try and they take down a mobster esque person. I was thinking of Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Al Pacino. He, he's the owner of the casino. The third one. The first one. No. No, so the Third first one, one was... Um, Ocean's 10? Uh, no, no, the first one was Ocean's 11, but yeah. the guy that... Uh, Al Pacino's in the third one. The well, first who's, one is... Who's the guy who owns the casino in the first one? Oh, man. Uh, well, his I know his name's Terry Benedict, and I should know his freaking real name. It was the guy that played the the nephew in Godfather 3. Uh, oh, my God. I, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. But his character I've, name was Terry Benedict. Yeah, I've been living a lie for the past like fifteen years because I could have sworn that was um, Al Pacino. No, the fr- no Al Pacino was the he owned the casino in the third movie, and actually Terry Benedict, the guy they fucked over in the Andy first Garcia. one, Garcia. Andy Garcia. Ah, that's it. Andy yes. Garcia helps them in the third one to take down Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. in the third okay. one. That <clears throat> once again, Tony is right when it comes to movies. Which brings me, speaking of that particular one, the third one. That has the one of the greatest ending confrontation speeches ever. He's like when he first when he when Al Pacino is screwed mm. and he meets Danny Ocean outside and he sees uh, the helicopter going off with all their stuff and he's standing in front of him. And he's like, you know, he's like, you think you broke me? He's like, you didn't get me. Like Al Pacino's talking to mm-hmm. Danny Ocean. He's like, I know people. Yeah. He's like, and they can do things that you know beyond anything you can imagine. And, he's, and it's the best thing his his response to. He's like. Well, he's like, number one, I know the same people you know, and they like me better. <laughs> he's like, number two, he's like, you're not going to go to the, the cops. cops. He's like, because, well, let's just face it, you're not going to go to the cops. And like, number three, he's like, you shook Frank Sinatra's hand. You should know better. <laughs> and he just walks away. <clears throat> my, my favorite is Don Cheadle when he goes in in the third one to stall as the uh, the guy doing the, the jump. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like... 
What did what did Chuck Berry say every night before he, uh, he counted his money or he went on stage? Pay me my money <laughs> in cash. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Don Cheadle. That was Barry Mack. No, that's Don. That's Don Cheadle. Yeah, that was Don Cheadle. Oh, okay. Bernie, Bernie Mac was in there too. Yeah. but he was. That's doing, why the Fast took over the series because <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Mac died. Bernie Mac um, took was he was doing the uh, the Domino's game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. But so he, he just keeps in there. He's like arguing. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can get all these. Uh, he like starts yelling off like all these other bike guys who's like oh yeah if, if your guys want to see a bunch of long hairs riding rice rockets I, I just a fender roads moment I'm a goddamn American icon he <laughs> 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 gets up and salutes <laughs> like that whole scene right there he is amazing <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to continue this too much but it's a fantastic movie franchise but we do have one in the pipeline for con movies and this is a perfect fit okay. yes yeah um, but the only reason why it popped into my mind because Andy Garcia um, in the first movie was kind of mob connected and they took him down. Yeah. And that's why it popped into my mind. But it is more of a con movie than it is a mobster yeah. movie. No, that's fair. But in, in all fairness too, almost every casino is connected to the mob. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's somebody connected to it. They've oh. just done it. <laughs> they just don't go past Kansas City. They just do it legally. Those now. are the guys who fund yeah. the casinos yeah. and then get their money And their back. waste management <laughs> services. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know a guy. I, yeah. You know a guy. I've seen the uh, the TV show Vegas like three times. I I'm love just that looking show. around to see if I'm standing on plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Why are you we are near a lot of water. That bucket. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a boat and a bunch of <laughs> cinder blocks. We're good. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why I don't go fishing anymore. Oh, come on. <laughs> You'll be fine. Not um, everybody. No, I won't. <laughs> well, so there's another short. Uh, it's a two movie <laughs> series that's about uh, mafia. It's Kick Ass. Yeah, which I think I've stated in he does the last episode. Like. Yeah, I I genuinely hate that movie. The first one or the second? Both. Both. I you know to the be first fair, thing or the second thing? Yeah, yeah. The first thing or the second? <laughs> thing. I hate the first one. I never saw the second one. Okay. Because I hated the first one so much. So you can't talk about the first thing without watching the second thing. <laughs> no, I can easily talk about the first thing because I saw the first thing, <laughs> and it made me hate myself. Like pure blinding hatred. That movie sucked so hard. Gavin strikes again. <laughs> no, no, I hate it. Have you seen my mate Gavin? Where, where is he? <laughs> we were best mates. <laughs> well, there's a couple old school ones. So we won't talk about the whole trilogy. We mentioned the Godfathers and all mm. that stuff, so I don't need to get into that. Um, Goodfellas, I know we touched a little bit on the scene, but that is a big classic that anytime oh, that's on, I can watch that no matter where it is, at what point in the movie, I can watch it or just put it on. I will say I didn't like the third act of that movie when Ray Liotta was um, you oh, know, coked, dealing, up. Yeah, coked up and cheating on his wife, and then he winds up in the middle of Kansas eating egg noodles with ketchup. Yeah. I, I did not like the, the third act of that movie. Get to live the rest of my Until life. Until then, it was fantastic. Shit. I just... Well, he went off the rails. But well, that was his life. Right? Yeah, they, they kinda, have to tell the story. So. Right. I, it's kind of like it's, I mean, it's dude, almost like the Great Gatsby, you know, side of you know, like the fall was so hard. This is one of the few times I can actually say this. I've only read the book. I've never seen the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't because it doesn't give it justice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the like the the pomp and and this the you know the rise was great. Like they did excellent getting him there, but they did like next to nothing showing the fall like mm. how he sold off all his stuff and you know it it was just it was like oh this happened <laughs> and all right thanks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two hours i can't get back now <laughs> right before we go any further i just want to put this out there i'm gonna make an apology i know you usually do this but i'll make an apology to your mother because we only have so much time there's a lot more we want to talk about so if i do miss something I have yeah. a bunch of movies in mind, and right when we end it, I'll name the ones that I did not I'm get. I'm going to give her your phone number <laughs> yeah. so she can call you and complain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, Mom, I'll I love stop. you, but go to, criticism for this episode goes to Tony. I have I have two good. Yep. Two good criticisms or two oh, good movies? Oh no, no, movies? two good oh. movies. <laughs> <laughs> I got okay, I'm, I'm, um, ready. I'm ready. I may be a little bit more quiet for the rest of this episode because I'm pretty sure those are all the monster movies I've seen. <laughs> That's fine. We can just tell you the story of the monster I, I movies. Bet you, I bet you, if I'm allowed to go next, I bet you sure. you've seen this one. Looper. I have seen that movie. Well, I've seen half that movie. Oh. Basically, when Bruce Willis comes back and um, he 
Uh, what's his name? Uh, goes to kill his older self. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he sees him and he's like, oh, I can't kill you. And then Bruce Willis tackles him, takes the gun and runs away. I kind of just you know, stopped watching at that point. I mean, it's also could have been done in our time travel episode, but yeah. and we may have we may have even talked about it then. But that's the whole premise of it is yeah. that this mob guy is like in the future. He's like taking over all the all these businesses. I remember the intro explaining all this, but mm-hmm. I I've never finished that movie. So they're like they send people back. Yes, you the the gunman goes and <laughs> caps them, and then gets his silver and then leaves. Yeah. Because and when you see you come back, that's when you know you've retired and you've stopped loop, it. Your loop has been closed. Yeah. 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 Because it's supposed to be something like in the future, um, like, it's so hard to dispose of a body and, like, get, you know, kill someone. Mm. Uh, um, so they send them back in time to their younger selves and, you know, they do the hits and then they have to kill their, their self in the future. Yeah. So Tie it's up like, loose ends. I, it's, it's, it's a mind screwing movie oh it's 100 percent. i think that's half the reason why i stopped watching i'm like what the (laughs) fuck right (laughs) (laughs) but so he gotta shoot himself hold up but he has a storage full of gold why does he care if he killed himself in the all right hold on so you're traveling faster than the speed of light and turn the headlight (laughs) (laughs) you've already broken me once today (laughs) don't do it again with the same goddamn question (laughs) i'm already wearing my glasses we know i'm in a weakened state right now (laughs) So, next movie, Tony. So, I was going to bring up one that it is, it's a solid, solid mafia movie, but it takes a completely different spin on it. It's not comedy, it's very serious, um, more during the 80s, and it's it just basically, you see the mob not like the structure of how you normally see it, and that would be Donnie Brasco, uh, because you see a... A, uh, a broke mob. Mm-hmm. A mob that's constantly chasing for money. Okay, hold on. I don't think I've ever seen Donnie Brasco, but the moment you said that, I started thinking of Donnie Darko, and I was like, no. what the hell does that mutated rabbit have to do with the mob? <laughs> There's no mutated rabbit, so let's say mutated one. No, this one has, it's Johnny Depp and Al Pacino. A uh, bunch of other people, and I can't even begin to name off them, but uh, he's, uh, Johnny Depp plays Donnie Brasco. That's his code name. He's an FBI agent that goes undercover. To try to take down a mob, it's actually based on another based on a true story. Can and Al please Pacino, continue. I just actually remembered another mob movie. Al but Pacino I need to basically just um, he he brings him in, yeah, and say, and he's trying to make it. Yeah, like Al Pacino is trying to, and he's constantly getting stepped mm-hmm. over, and it's a uh, oh god, I can't remember what the one guy's name is, but another the big actor in it that plays the guy that gets up over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all throughout the movie. They're constantly chasing for money and, and talking about owing money and not having anything. And Al Pacino lives in a shitty little apartment. And yeah. he's like, he's like, look at me. He's like, but when he comes over to his house and he sees his like girlfriend or wife or whatever, and he's like, I can't do right by her. He's like, I got, I got nothing but two nickels to rub in my pocket. He's like, I, I bet on a horse. That horse doesn't do what I want. He's like, I'm into it. Two grand a week just in Vig alone with a sunny red or whatever, sunny black. Uh, but I like that movie because it does take a completely different look of how the mafia was back then. Because in the 80s, it started to deteriorate yeah. going down. I mean, that was, you know, Tony Traficano, Sammy Giacana, they come down in Florida. They actually, in the movie, came down to Florida to meet them. But it really, talk about the end. Like, I know it's a TV show, but in the first episode of The Sopranos, when he goes to see Tony sees a psychiatrist, the very first conversation he's I like sometimes the first I feel... scene in that, movie, in that show it's one of the first scenes but he basically says no i'm some... sorry the first scene is him walking into the pool with his robe on yeah but basically when he goes to see the doctor the first conversation he has where he basically sometimes i feel like i came in at the end that's a statement he made so that's mm-hmm. what always made me think of donnie brasco it's like you kind of see that yeah the decline of, of the right. mob at the time or at least the mob that not the heyday of the, the, the 60s and 70s, yeah. and it was starting to go down. Obviously, rose back up, but it was a completely different structure. So that one did take a completely different look, but that's another movie I love. I can watch all the time. For me. Um, uh, I have yeah, a movie, but yeah. you go first, because I'm pretty sure we're thinking about the same movie. Uh, maybe. Is it American Gangster? It is not. Which was an actually really good a movie. Very good movie. Yeah. Yes. So Denzel that, Washington, Denzel Washington yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe. Um, <clears throat> oh man, what's his name? Uh, Thanos. Uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Um, that very good movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That started like with. Uh, I can't remember. 
who it was um, in his family. But yeah, it's like um, it, it's it, it was cool just because you got to see like the African American. Um, they had a mob too. Yeah, you know, and they and they rose up through Harlem and then started. You know, it's it was everyone that you saw him him paying off and um, so like at the very uh, my favorite part is the very end where him and Russell Crowe like Russell Crowe finally gets him mm-hmm. and he's like he's like all right you're gonna go away for this many years what are we gonna do and he basically brings down the entire system mm-hmm. that he built. How have we not talked about this movie? All right, I have two movies to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and, and so, like that—that's my favorite part of it—is like when he's sitting there with Russell Crowe, and he's—he's he's telling him, "Is like, I want to—I want to take down those dirty cops that mm-hmm. put their hands in my pocket yep. and stole my stuff." Mm-hmm. And then, and that was like the big, like um, his his ghost stash or whatever yep. the thing he uh, Josh Brolin found killed his dog because it was under the the doghouse mm-hmm. out in his backyard. So sad. Sad. Other than being Thanos, even when he was Thanos, I didn't want to hurt Josh Brolin, but I did in that movie. <laughs> With the nutsack, I, I, nuts. I can still only picture the Goonies whenever I hear Josh Brolin. <laughs> Listen here, Grimace. <laughs> Thank right, you, Deadpool. Sh- shock us! Tell us what was so shocking. Well, I I thought of one movie, and like it's a it's a mobster movie it would fit into the show, but there's another mobster movie that I thought of that we haven't touched on, and it's super good. The Untouchables. I was going to bring that up. Oh, okay. But you're right. That's why, again, that's why I said there might be at the very end of the episode, we didn't talk about this one, this one, this one, this one, yeah. but they do exist. <laughs> um, Disclaimer. But I, I think we talked about it when, um, last year, when Patrick did his homework, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of fucking <laughs> movies over the course of a week and a half. Um, that's a fantastic mob movie. Story of Elliot Ness. Yep. That that was... Kevin Costner. That Sean is fantastic. Yeah. Robert but De Niro. The only reason I don't think it popped into my mind a little bit sooner than now is because it's from the angle of the cops or the FBI agents. Yeah. And most of the mob movies we've talked about, we're looking over the shoulders of the mob boss right. or the um, the hitman or the the you know the underlings. Or well, something. that's why I said I like Donnie Brasco. That was a completely mm. different term, too, because you're watching it through the eyes of the FBI agent yeah. undercover. And mm. it's the same thing with The Untouchables. And that is just... <laughs> yep. uh, Fantastic movie. Sean Connery, Kevin Costner. I, no one thought to put... It's like chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> I say that like everyone would just eat them. Like, I want ice cream. What do you want? Chocolate or vanilla? I'll have vanilla or I'll have chocolate. But somebody finally had the genius fucking idea to put them together and say this. Swirly cone. It's like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. Yep. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. You got your chocolate over my peanut butter. Wait, I'm Officer no. Reese's. I'm Officer Reese's. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> now all you got to do is just wrap it in bacon and deep fry it. Yes. Oh my god, that was so good. Oh, those deep fried Oreos you brought to the bar, I still have. Uh-huh. I'm talking about just get a Reese's peanut butter cup, wrap that in bacon and deep fry it. Stop it! I haven't had. I haven't had any. I haven't today. eaten today. Yeah. <laughs> that is the next thing I'm eating. Start gnawing on the table. Pull out his fry daddy. Yeah. Come <laughs> yeah. back with bacon and Reese's peanut butter. Cup. I do have a slow cooker in the cabinet. There you <laughs> go. Like, we can do this. Here we go. But yeah, I, I did, that was one of the ones, I was, was going to talk about the old school type stuff too, because yeah. that also takes place in a, a a completely different time frame as well. Yeah. It was during Prohibition, <clears throat> I yep. believe. Yep. You can't drink. <laughs> Fuck Prohibition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got rid of that after like, what, six years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did not stand for that very well. Nope. But you said, um, you said you thought of another movie. I did. And this one I like because it um, stars um, one of my favorite actors, Jeremy Piven. It's called Smoking Aces. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he was a mob informant, and then a bunch of assassins were coming after him to try and kill him. And then um, you realize it was either it was either him or someone in his crew was actually an under... It was the boss. Um, he was an undercover FBI agent from, like, the 70s yeah. who went... Right. Through the first version of rhinoplasty to change his face. Mm-hmm. And that's why the FBI was trying to protect Jeremy Piven. <clears throat> because he was the only kidney donor to keep the FBI agent alive. But you didn't find that out until... The very end. Yeah. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds murders both of them. <laughs> Damn you, Ryan um, Reynolds. I will say, that was the first time I ever um, saw or even heard of the rapper Common. He's uh, one mm-hmm. of the stars. And I looked up his music afterwards. He's... Genuinely very good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
I've never I never heard of him until that movie, but I looked him up after that, and yeah, he's one of my favorite rappers. I, I like uh, I liked him also in uh, John Wick too. Yep. Yeah, that I was, thought that uh, was great. He's gonna be in the next one too. Yeah. Yeah, because he survived. Yep. <laughs> Consider um, if you pull that, it's in your A order. If you pull that out, you'll bleed to death. Yeah. <laughs> Consider so this either, a professional yes. courtesy. You can either walk yourself to the hospital or die here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a that's a very good scene in number uh, two. Yes. Well, speaking of like also uh, mafia and Robert De Niro, since he's basically that's his, a big niche for him, um, is a Bronx Tale. I'm I've heard of it. I'm, yeah, I'm sure you haven't seen. A lot of people haven't seen this one, but it is a very good movie, um, and it's just basically from more from the perspective again, kind of different perspective of a kid, mm. kind of like a young Henry Hill. But Robert De Niro is an Irish straight edge guy, and his son um, ends up becoming kind of involved with some of the mafia guys in the neighborhood, and it's back in the day, like mm. the '60s and stuff, and it's more of the mob boss guy, his name is Son- his character's name is Sonny, kind of takes him under his wing and almost sees him like a son, but Robert De Niro doesn't want him near him, so they're constantly butting heads, but the kid gets older, him and his friends become like their own little crew and shit, um, but the mob boss, even though he never really has the kid do really anything, nothing major or anything, like he doesn't want to get, he wants to see him kind of go to school and do stuff. So it's kind of interesting to see the two parents, the actual father, who's like the hard worker, mm. the straight edge guy, trying to make sure his son stays away and doesn't realize that even though he's around that element, that guy is actually, the criminal is actually trying to make sure that he's doing the right thing and going straight lace and doesn't want to get him involved, but he gets involved in stuff. And it's during the time of, you know, with segregation and he ends up falling for this black girl and it becomes a big thing with the two areas. So, mm. uh, but it's all about the kid growing up and knowing this guy, Sonny. Okay. And it's, it's really interesting. Wasn't Sonny one of the names of the characters in The Godfather? Sonny, yeah, that was the one brother. That was yeah. the the one that got brother. killed on the highway at the yeah. toll stop. Yeah, that was the yeah. oldest brother. That was the one that actually would have probably taken over the family. That was Michael Caine, wasn't yeah. it? No, that, 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 no. Was, uh, no, not Michael Caine. Um, uh, the dude um, from the show Las Vegas. Uh, he just passed away this year. James Conn. James, James Conn, Con, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, he was, uh, he was the one who he would have taken over the family business. Yeah. yeah. Had... He He'd not, not been shot dead on the turnpike. He was of New such Jersey. a hothead too. That's oh, yeah. why. That's how they knew they could get mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. Well, the only reason the, he got killed is because his the guy that he introduced to date his sister or their sister, they got married and he would beat her all the time. Right. And so he beat the fuck out of him. Well, then he turned on him and had him killed. Yeah. Sonny killed for because he was based. Sonny was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he kind of just did the reverse and got him killed. So, um, another good movie that, you know, like we've said, you know, a lot of these movies that we're talking about have either the, you know, the, the, you're looking over the shoulder of the mob boss or you're looking over the shoulder of the, um, of the, like the, the, FBI, uh, the undercover agent, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, the Departed has both of that. Yeah. The Departed is such a good movie. It's so great. Such Matt a Damon. <laughs> so Spoilers many people. If you haven't seen a movie since from 2002, but everybody dies outside of yes. Mark Wahlberg. Yes, everybody dies. <laughs> and I like how at the end he's still he's wearing he's wearing gloves. He's wearing his booties. Yep. There's no evidence, and he just that, shoots Matt Damon in the head and walks out the door. Yep, he picks up the slug casing and leaves. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that movie is so good. I love that movie. What are you on your period? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get my him girlfriend drinks get him a cranberry juice. It's a natural. He's diuretic. almost a guy you can't hit, but you still can't hit him. Yeah. So let's go talk to the boss. I'm the guy. I'm the guy that tells you the guys that you can and you can't hit. Yep. Now he's not exactly a guy you can't hit, but he's almost a guy you can't. <laughs> yep. So you don't fucking hit him. So I'm gonna make a ruling. You <laughs> yeah. don't fucking hit, hit him. <laughs> That is a really good movie. Oh, and when uh, Jack Nicholas is walking around, um, or excuse me, Nicholson, and uh, he's walking around, and he's like trying to find, like they're trying to figure out who the rat is in the crew. Mm. <laughs> he's like right behind the cap here. He's like, <laughs> it's like hmm, some cheese around here. It's like, oh, <laughs> 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 he's just sitting over, just skulking all over, all around him because they think it's him. <laughs> well, I like when he's doing the test on him too and busts his hand up. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out if he's yeah, because trying to see if he was wearing a wire. Yeah, in the cast. I, I, like in the first act, I think um, De, DiCaprio takes out the wire and drops it out the window, and then Martin Sheen and Mark Wahlberg are in the van. They're like, "Well, that was quick." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now there are a couple. We got we got a few minutes, so I'm going to disclaimer this right now and just spit out a bunch of movies that we haven't talked oh, about. Go yet. Go for it. You know, I'll keep a counter of how many I've seen. Um. So, well, Scarface. Yes. yes. Scarface heavy the one. Uh, one of the newer ones that's a completely different type of mobs, more like the Irish mob, is Black Mass. That uh, was, I've heard of it. That was the story it. of Whitey Bulger, and Johnny Depp also plays I'm, Whitey Bulger I'm in the movie. I'm actually surprised you didn't say the New Saints of uh, or the Many Saints Newark. of Newark. The Many Saints of Newark. I was going to bring that. This, I'm, I'm listing them out here now. I've actually seen that movie. Yes, I was yes. at the watch party with this guy. Yep. Me and Steve were on the patio just getting hammered. And, and Patty and Tony were inside actually paying attention. Yeah. And Steve and I got so drunk, we were just like, we need to finish this movie before they do. Now they're taking smoke breaks. They paused it. Yep. We did not pause the movie. <laughs> they were outside talking to us, and we just let it run. And I was really happy. Like, ha we're done, bitches. I was just enjoying the movie and yeah. the meatballs. Oh, my God. The food you got was amazing. It was. I got to get that again. Yeah, 100%. Please invite me to that. There's, there's two on here that I haven't seen, which is why I didn't talk about them. The Gentleman, yeah. which uh, is on Netflix. I want to watch that one. I don't think I've seen it yet. Um, and then Legend, where... Um, the only uh, thing I can think of is I Am Legend with Will Smith. No, this is the, this is the one... I uh, fantasy one, Legend. Yeah, this is one where uh, it's Tom Hardy plays the Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like uh, what's the Bob? It's like uh, the Parent Trap with Tom Hardy. It's no, no. It's a it's a thriller. Um, who is the uh, he? It's it's the Cray brothers, Reginald and Ronald Cray. Don't know, never heard of them. And I think they were around Boston, and it was like in the um, probably like fifties or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think forties, fifties, something that that time era. Well, you also got um too like on a Quentin Tarantino way, and you got like Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Those yeah, had... Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen it. Um, but back to one? Tony's Spitfire Lightning Round. I kind of want to keep this going. I've seen two of the movies that you've mentioned. Let's see how many more I've seen. Uh, let's going. see here. Um, I'm trying to figure out which ones. Go <laughs> goofy comedy one, Married to the Mob. Do you remember that? Oh one? yes, yes, I do remember that. That's a good. I did not comedy. take it. Count? I've never even heard of that movie. American Hustle? Scene. Oh, oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Kung thinking Fu of. Hustle. <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> One of the best Kung Fu movies ever. That and Kung Pao <laughs> Enter the Fist. Oh, here's one you've probably seen. Shark Tale. No, actually. What? What? I saw Finding Nemo. Why the hell was I going to watch it's, this, the crappier version? So sharks are like the mafia and Robert De Niro is the lead shark. And Jack Black is his son who doesn't want to... He wants to be a vegetarian. <laughs> and Will, so Will Smith is the uh, is the other lead. And he plays like the guy who fights the shark. So him and Jack Black end up, you know, getting into a fight. And he's like, I saved the reef. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, so then Jack Black gets painted up as a dolphin. And they go to the meeting <laughs> with with the Don, uh, Robert De Niro. And he's like, he's like, whoa, he's got dolphin muscle. <laughs> It's it, it's animated. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got Gangster Squad. You've got the Knock Around Guys. That's another one that had a lot of people. I've in heard it. of it. That I've had uh, it. Vin Diesel, Seth Green. There's a few other people in that one. Um, the Equalizer. Equalizer. Yep. I've seen that movie. Was that a mob movie? He's taking down. That, uh, he is the taking, human yeah. trafficking mob. Yep. Yeah. Technically, Dick Tracy. Yeah. 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 That's right. The old flat top. Yep. I remember that movie. Um, we're up to four. What are you, yeah. what are you doing, Mumbles? <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid one. Corky Romano. Oh my god. Five? Alright, I will admit I've seen that movie. Um, Corky they, Romano. I don't know if I can even I'd guys have to start. Buy some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, well, lock stock and two smoking barrels. That one was technically a mob type. Kiss movie. kiss bang bang. Oh, one that you both of you have never heard of, Love, Honor, and Obey. That's a British I've movie. I've heard of it. Have you really? Wow. I, I, I watch a lot of... Jude Law and Johnny Lee Miller, man. I know who Jude Law is. Now, Johnny Lee Miller, you probably know if you ever saw the movie Hackers or... You'll love this one. Okay. Geely. Geely. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Reindeer Games. <laughs> I'm not Ben Affleck. If you white... You yeah. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> 
And on that note, we are about out of time. So if any of those listings of movies that we didn't get to fully discuss did not meet your list, we do apologize. Uh, let us know what we missed, and we'll be glad to make up for it next we'll time. We'll come back on Mafia Movies yes. too. <laughs> Mafia Movies too. Apparently there are return a lot of more the movies Dawn. out there. Yeah, return of the but Dawn. But I've only seen the first five that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> but that is all the time we have for this week. Thank you all for joining us for Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Bunch. I'm Patrick Wall. Until next time, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul LaRocque.